This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Brandon Sanders, and we're here with another week of sports talk with the squad. I'm here with Brandon Worth. Guten Tag. Brody Kaiser. Hello. And Austin Arquette. Aloha. And it's time for another round of our illustrious conversations. <laughs> no baseball today, though. No baseball. No, no baseball. Uh, no baseball. No, we'll find something. Something, something. Something about Brandon's lifelong career. <laughs> always, always. Gotta relate it back to my past. Some way, somehow. So... First off, what story do we want to talk about this week? There's, yeah. a, lot, there's a lot of good ones. I don't know. Which oh, one yeah. do we start with? Well, geez. Did you read the notes from uh, Sir Garrett Stack? Yes, I did. Sir Garrett he Stack. gave us kudos. He gave every section. This is our best paper we've this put is out. Our best, this is one of our best papers we've ever put out. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. I think he said the best, right? The yeah, best. Yeah, he said the best paper that we've put out. Wow. So if you don't have a copy of this week's torch paper, go get one. Yeah, you're slacking. You, you could frame it. <laughs> it could go down in the history it. books. Mm-hmm. I can sign it for you. Yeah, right there. It, it'll be worth a million dollars when I become rich and famous. Mm-hmm. One one day. When yeah. keyword when when it's not if it's not if my guess is 2043. That would be a great. Wouldn't you be like 43 years old then? That is exactly my age. If <laughs> I would be prime prime time and career prime rich man. So, first off, we're going to talk about uh, Cora's, our editor-in-chief, The Boss, and uh, her story on Jasmine Walker, the assistant women's basketball coach. So, naturally, she popped off. She always pops off. It's insane. Mm -hmm. I've never read a bad Cora Hall article, which is impressive because I've read a lot of bad articles. So... This one wasn't one. This one was definitely not one. She popped off 2,500 words. I was going to say, it had to have been close to 3,000 words. It was. It was. I told her, basically, she should just go write an autobiography. or a bi- <laughs> Not an autobiography. A biography of this. She's already halfway there. Exactly. Basically. No, exactly. She talked to, obviously, Walker. Mm-hmm. She talked to Walker's parents. She talked to the basketball coach. She talked to Valpo, I think's coach. Western's coach, she talked to everyone in the story just to pick up quotes, learn about her history. And it is a rich history, if you guys have read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, her transition from a player and then end up going to the... um like the the coaches program, I think it was at Western or Valpo where she got that that source, and then ended up coming here to be an assistant coach. Like that transition, I think is something that's really unique, especially with um, having the the perspective of being a former player, knowing exactly what all of these teammates are going through during these times. Where like I know even she said that she had an injury, I believe it was an ACL, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that pretty much could have derailed her career. Pretty much could have derailed her career. And there's a lot of um, a lot of the the team that's been banged up this year. I mean, Chloe and Adrian is the most notable that haven't taken the floor yet. But it, it was a really interesting story. I, I really enjoyed reading it and the like the family aspect, her journey, and it's just a really cool story. I think it was really well highlighted. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fact that one her parents played here, yep, and were mm-hmm. very successful, and that she played under Westendorp. Yeah, mm-hmm. another wild. Now thing. she's coaching with him. 
Yeah. The fact that she transitioned so quickly from a player to coach. Mm-hmm. Like, within, I think her career ended, what, 2017, 2018? Uh, I think it was... 20- I think it was 18. Was it 18? Yeah, but it was 18. Quoted by Cora Hall, it says, In the end of January of 2018, she tore AC on a fluke injury, and then she and she felt herself pulling away from the team. And one of their coaches noticed and challenged her season was over, but the team wasn't. So I'm assuming that was her last year yeah, as a player. Yeah, so it was 2018 then. Yeah. Okay. So in basically two, three years, she's gone from being a player to being our top assistant coach for the women's basketball team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a pretty meteoric rise. Yeah. There's no there's no weight. It was just right in. Exactly. No, no weight, which is pretty impressive. Because, I mean, you see a lot of coaches that take so much time. They have to go every level, every level up the chain, and she really skipped a couple levels, which is pretty remarkable. And I spend just the, the connection with it. Parents played under and played for Westendorp, and now they're back together. It's just that whole family connection aspect was something that was really interesting in the story for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, when you talk about family, I mean, her parents are in the Bulldog Hall of Fame. So, yeah, that just adds to it. Yeah. Subtle flex. So, yeah, subtle flex. <laughs> you know, parents, Hall of Famers. Now I'm here. Or, I'm no in, big deal. I'm in her shoes. Uh, that now she's here. Yeah, no big deal. No problem. So, yeah, I think that that was pro- obviously another top story. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, our sports section one has been putting out bangers every week. <coughs> Absolute <coughs> bangers. No. But, most uh, of the time. <laughs> I'm going to say most of the time we do. Mostly. Uh, we had a few last semester that were, we had a few, like, we were just, we were lucky to get a full section in, which that's because we had no sports going on. I blame COVID. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> what a great excuse. I will say Brody and I did pull a straight curveball and hit that ball out of the park with our fantasy football stuff. Yeah, that, so. saved, us, that saved us quite a number of times. But this week, or this semester, we have put out bangers every week which is something that not obviously the other many other sections out many other places can't do so mm-hmm. that's why i've been really impressed with how our development has gone yeah i think the overall paper too has really taken a step up this year i think especially i know we we shrunk the paper down to the 12 the, page the 12 page 16. instead of 16 which definitely helps everybody the stress of not having to put out 100 percent. so but it's you know i mean just the the quality of the paper i mean having like the the images thing i know um Mr. Advisor Garrett Stack was very, very pleased with having the images in the event calendar. I know that's been something that's been a pretty interesting thing to talk about in paper review meetings, but, you know, it's 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 definitely, incre- like, the paper's definitely taking a step up, and it's good to see. Well, yeah, I think it all starts at the top with uh, editor-in-chief and then down. I think we have some good leadership. Yep. And uh, starting with the leadership, which obviously, whenever... Even when a section's looking weak, we can have this, our editor-in-chief just put out absolute banger, like award-winning articles like Mm -hmm. that. And she can do it almost on a whim. Like, last semester, like our second or third paper, she was in charge. Sports section was looking like it was going to come up short. And she pumped out an athlete mental health article. Yeah, about uh, Dak Prescott's brother. Yes. Mm -hmm. Prescott's brother. She pumped that out in, like, 24 hours, and it was, like, 1,500 words with, like, three quotes from three different players. It was insane. That's nuts. Yeah, so it it starts at the top, and then from there on, I think everyone's just trickle-down economics. It's Mm -hmm. like that. 
Mm-hmm. So, well, when you sure. have a boss that you can go to too and ask for help or and get ideas or know, anything, they and, know everything. Yeah. It's it's so one eighty from what we used to have. Yeah, where like instantly, she comes up with a great idea. So, like right on the spot. I, I don't cannot relate. I'll be real. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, moving on. Brody's article, another banger. Yeah. So, I was very intrigued talking to. Uh, some of the track runners because they had some interesting things to say about COVID and the policies they have to follow this year. And it made for a really good story. You know, it's, we don't really know too much about what the, what the rules are. Um, we got a little bit of an idea based off of what they were telling us. Um, and it made for a good story that I think people would be interested in knowing what our athletes have to do. Yeah, so maybe explain what the track cross country what mm-hmm. their protocols are. So at least from according your story. according to the athletes, yep, they the main thing that they were complaining about was wearing masks, obviously. Um, the big gripe was that they get tested three times a week, their tests are negative, they have to wear masks regardless of where they are on campus, training with whoever, and at meets. Um, something that's interesting that they brought up was that other schools that have the capabilities of testing their athletes six times a week uh, don't have to compete with masks on so they can run their events without wearing a mask where Ferris athletes have to still wear the mask because they're only tested three times. Um, so that was that was a big complaint. And then, you know, just overall just being confused with the rules, not not really understanding why they have to do these things, not really understanding um, what COVID, why, why they need to yeah. do all this ridiculous stuff. And why, like, some other sports we know in here – men's basketball hockey especially why they haven't really had to worry about exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah. go ahead it's just been interesting to see this whole mass debacle because it's it's like a five-year-old sitting there making the rules and trying to write it out and we're just going with it and nobody really knows what they're doing at this point and it's just to do what the best that we can can, i mean can you blame them though no not at all i mean we've never had this situation to where we have to oh everybody bunkle down and wear some masks and i mean yeah it's confusing times for everybody but at the same time everybody needs to know what the actual rule is and just be there for each other and not just hey we're gonna not figure out what this actual rule is and we're gonna make these people suffer versus they're gonna have more competition just based off of funds i don't know it just it's just weird i think the the interesting thing is like i i won't go into it like with i mean being on the team that's a conflict interest i won't go into that part of it but i think what every i think what everybody um everybody wants to know is we just want it laid out for us like yep. okay here's what this exactly. here's what this is this is why this is different like there's just so much variance like i mean you have the contact versus non-contact that makes a different test or a different um protocols. amount of testing there's different mm-hmm. protocols um there's a different protesting procedures for different sports because of it i think just that there's so many differences and not just from sports but from schools to schools now you see stuff differently Correct. everybody's just trying to get a grasp on okay this is why this is the way it is and we no, we really never gotten any clarification from that because i mean you even look at it in a worldly perspective like state by state it's different love or like different mm-hmm. businesses have different like everything's just so different that there's really 
just a lot of confusion. Like, okay, we don't really have an understanding of why this this place or this school is testing differently than this school and this sport's testing different than this. There's just not much clarification, and I think that's just made everybody just very, very frustrated over time because there hasn't been a lot of answers because of, there's a lot of different opinions on the matter from different um, people in the food chain. But it, I, it's just, I think everybody's just frustrated because we want this to be over, A, and oh, B, yeah. we want clarification on this yep. if this is going to be a thing going forward. In Absolutely. And I think you bring up a good point about clarification and like just confusion in general because they're sitting here trying to push out a vaccine now and everything and you have to get two shots and all this other yada yada that's just going to cause more confusion. Who's got the vaccine? Who doesn't? If you have a vaccine, do you still have to wear a mask? If you have if this, you have this. The, are, do you, at some point, do you get to play if you don't have the vaccine? Yeah, Will that's, that that's what's going to put next. I mean, a, the biggest thing is everyone's going to have to be a mandatory vaccine, and it's going to get that way. Yeah, which, and then it's going to have a lot of pushback in other places. Yeah. Yeah, so and I, I could almost say, like, you would even see some people then that will opt out yeah, if they have to say, get the vaccine because some people are just anti-vaccine. That's just yeah. They just yeah. don't want to inject well, that stuff even, in their body. Yeah, it's not even anti-vaccine I, because, obviously, you can get flu shot and all that. There's a lot better right. acceptance towards that. It's the fact that it's, like, such a new thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of the people that are getting the first rounds of all these vaccines <laughs> are getting super sick. They're, I wouldn't say super sick. Well, I wouldn't say one, super, but mom, they're still getting sick. One, my mom got the vaccine. so she, I'm I not saying everybody, no, but it's the same I'm thing saying, with getting sick. Everyone gets infected different. Yeah, here's my firsthand experience. There's... First one's fine. Like, you get fine. It's the second one that it causes, like, swelling and causes... About a day, according to her, is about a day, forty-eight hours of feeling like crap. But it's like tolerable crap, from what she said. So, but it's like it's the same thing with every sickness. Even if you get yeah, sick, it's exactly. going to affect all well, four of us in this room. Different. It's going to yeah. affect everybody in the world. Different. Exactly. So that's no, like the flu shot, vaccine shot. Like I, I can understand those debates. For me, I just want like transparency from everyone. I just want to know. Like, I'm not trying to go after anyone here. I know that's your new favorite word is transparency. (laughs) You've said that like six times this morning and not just in this podcast. No, just talking about this whole thing. I want transparency where, like, I'm not trying to go after anyone here. I just want to understand, like, what's the difference between men's basketball? What's the difference between track and field? When there's a real change like that. Mm -hmm. So, one, so I can reference when I'm talking to these athletes, if they do have to, you know, play with masks or not and if they do because eventually we're going to just spread misinformation if we don't Mm -hmm. exactly like i feel like i'm a little worried we already did with the cross country just because it did change Mm -hmm. and all that and we were told differently and well at that point i mean it wasn't our fault like this was not our exactly that's exactly what i was just gonna say it's not any of our faults in here it's not brody's fault that they changed the rule as the article and it's not even really the athlete's fault no because they were just communicating what they knew yeah at the time so So. it's just like i want to know so we cannot make a miss or not even not lead people to believe yeah. that something different is happening than and the actual. And I think our biggest world. consumption in this room right now is because I'm working on a story this week about going to get pushed back because we're still trying to figure all the confusion out. And I think that's where it is coming from is because I've talked to men's basketball, women's basketball, and volleyball. And there's preview like for next week's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no clarification on any three well, of these it'll teams. Be two weeks because it's getting pushed back. Oh, two weeks. I apologize. No if you're listening to this, <laughs> two weeks. Let me clarify that right now. Yeah. So we have clarification. <laughs> clarification. Anyway. <laughs> Transparency. But it's just, it's insane. Like, you have three inside sports 
two of them are saying something, and then another a third is saying something completely off the walls. Yeah. So well, now I'm going to try and talk to softball. It's just, just different. It's, diff- yeah. it's, well, different. it's different. And then yeah. softball, we're trying to talk to, and it's like, yeah, well, you're an outside to. sport. What's, what's the difference? What's the difference with an outside sport? Because so. I mean, theoretically, if you want to argue six feet across. All the positions are six feet yeah, apart. Softball is <laughs> more than that's going to be interesting, but so. that's a little sneak preview for later. Yeah. yeah, like we said, we just want we just want clarification to, and bring everybody <clears throat> up to speed how everything works because there's so much confusion out there. Everything is, and then once somebody finds some little tidbit. They roll with it, mm-hmm. and then it might be wrong. Yeah, it might and now be we're wrong. all off. The, yeah. We're all and confused. And that's not. That's one thing. When I come into this position, I do not want to do is make spread misinformation, mm-hmm. no matter if it's our fault or not. Like my main goal is because I think that that's a major thing in today's news is there's always insane amount of misinformation going out. Yep. It's not like our newspapers and called illuminating the truth. Exactly. So that's our goal. And I don't want to be the guy who accidentally spreads a bunch of misinformation that makes people look bad. That's just not who I am, and that's not why what I what I'm in this for. No, we're so not. Why, we're not out here trying to uncover things and unveil a scandal or anything. No, we're just trying just to get clarification. <laughs> that we just exactly. want to bring the people clarification on we why just wanna, these are the way it is. Exactly. We just want to be the greatest group of all time <laughs> in this paper is what it's going after yeah i i totally understand where everyone's coming from in terms of keeping who has covid who's had covid that type of stuff yeah you can keep that yes that's totally fine we just want to know why what the rules are for each different team so that we don't screw stuff up going forward exactly and it makes our job easier because then we can communicate more clearly with the athletes correct correct so I think Austin was trying to transition us to our third topic here. You just want to so badly. Yeah. I mean, he it was, was a good article. Am I wrong? <laughs> well, I know somebody in the torch review thought it was wrong. but Yeah. Who thought it was wrong? I'm gonna, Garrett. You know what, Garrett? You forgot a name. Forgot Wayne. Okay. The great one. <sighs> the great one. No. I'm we, sorry. Out really? of the people I listed, he doesn't need to be well, there. Well, I mean, hockey is one of the... Major sports and it, Wayne Gretzky is I was writing considered it, I don't like hockey. The, biased out. Yeah. I, I don't know. That was. He brought up a good point, but also I told him, like, in the meeting, there's a disconnect generation wise. Yeah. yeah. There's a big disconnect. Hockey was big in the 80s and 90s when Gretzky was playing. And then, kind of, as soon as our generation kind of. And was that's born, also kind of like the no brainer one, too. Like, you think NHL. There's not really much of a debate other than Gretzky. Oh yeah, no, there's not. That's Which like I mean, it's not the same thing as the NBA where it's oh it's Michael LeBron so 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 who's if you get this championship you're now in the de- debate. Uh, football's the same way. I mean Serena Williams is starting to get competition for her claim. Well, no, she's not. Well, she's finally she she's might, fought, but no. we don't know. No, she's. Maybe because she's falling off now, you're saying that, but she's still a no. 10 champion. Oh, no, I'm saying her career is still the greatest. I'm saying her career yeah. is the greatest, but yeah, she's starting to fall off athletic wise. Well, yeah, because she's old, getting up there in age. You mm. almost said it. She's getting old? Yeah. She is. I was waiting for you to say it. She is. She's getting up there in. For a professional athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. She's, she's starting to get past past her prime years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, she also just got, had a kid. So. Yeah, she but had Tom a kid Brady's that also past his past, past age. So past prime years, well, too. So. He's uh, like debating said, father time. He's a 
I'm I'm telling just, I swear he made a deal. Theoretically, you look at age. He made a deal Tom Brady should not be doing the things that he is no. With, no. at his age. Not so at all. I told That's him. That's what I'm saying. So he made a deal with the devil. He made a deal with the devil. That's exactly what he did. Told you that man's a demon. I've been See, saying it. Demon, Thomas Edward deal Patrick with the Brady devil. Jr. No. Uh, what a man. speculation, Tom Brady is a demon. <laughs> and uh, why do you say he's a demon? Because he, shouldn't he be wins winning, championships? Yeah, he shouldn't be winning Super Bowls at my dad's age. He's not. My dad's older than 43. I'll be. But <laughs> meeting, uh, he's much older. But, I mean, anyway, take it away. Take it away. I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't either. I don't think anybody knows <laughs> where I'm going. I'm trying to figure that out still. Okay, so names and names you brought up, Austin. Uh, LeBron, MJ, in the NBA department. I think that's the two the that's two fair. most fair the you can bring most. up that's out fair. of the two. Yeah. Uh, football, you brought up Tom, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana. Yeah, but he mostly have... focused on Brady. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, does anybody have any su- or subjective opinions against those three? No. Yes, but Brody how long do does. I have? Okay. Yes. okay. Go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. Um, I would have added Drew Brees and Peyton Manning no. to the discussion. Brees, no. Manning, yes. arguably. Bre- Drew Brees owns just almost every single individual record. Individual record. Just yeah, because he has to be in the conversation, at least. Uh, no. Well, here's the yes. thing, though. Do you consider greatness by championships or accolades? When you're winning, this, when you is, what, this win is why I think this is why I think the argument for goat is just a stupid argument to make because just because a player has the best individual stats does that make him the goat? Just because a player wins the most ter- championships does that make him the goat? I don't know. Because if it was championships, Bill Russell's the greatest mm-hmm. player. basketball player. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And no one. No remembers. question. No. Wait. A lot of people don't really think of him. Right, but he has 10 championships, or 11. My my thing is always, too, with the championships is that people always say Tom Brady's the GOAT because of the championships, and then they say that Barry Sanders is the GOAT at running back, but he has fewer championships than than Emmitt Smith. Exactly. Exactly. So that's just why I think the GOAT argument is is an overrated argument to be making. I mean, first off, Barry Sand. We'll go back to that Barry Sanders is the goat thing at some point because that's wrong. But I don't think there's an argument for that. It's right. (laughs) Jim Brown is the best running back Mm -hmm. of all time. Yeah. So whoever says Barry Sanders just don't look at history. Or is it (laughs) just doesn't look at history? (laughs) Detroit or their Lions fans? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Lions fan, and I just agreed that he was Lions simp. I have a sweater on right now. I mean, if you put if you put the top three running backs of all time, you would probably put Emmitt Smith, Jim Brown, and Barry Sanders. Oh, absolutely. And regard and then whoever your personal opinion is is going to be where those three are ordered. Correct. But anyway, that's. That's, That's a whole different, yeah, different, different yeah, conversation. Which brings in the conversation, like, everybody has their own view on who, what the greatest of all time entails, mm-hmm. which makes everything speculation. Yes. And that... That's what Austin. I didn't. I didn't leave. Let Austin get off the hook there. He tried to end his article. I with was saying trying. you can't choose who the greatest of all time is, and I was like, no, you must choose. Yeah, he forced me. <laughs> I literally forced called him to me choose. as the article's already turned yeah, in for him, like, and he goes, right, "Listen, you have to choose. I need you to choose one of the four or one of the whatever names that you talked about because this well, is not a." 
appropriate way for me to listen to end this article. Well, yeah, think about it. You spent 800 words, like, bringing up four people, and then... Okay, but and listen. And then choose one. Listen, yeah, and then my article's focal point was supposed to be on individualized sports. Yes. And then that's what I said at but the end. But your claim, your claim was, who's the greatest athlete of all time? You brought up four, and then didn't you? So one. can you so not claim why. at the end of when you say I told the you greatest athlete at all time as there is not one? I forced you to claim one. Yeah, I, 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 I hope everyone listening it. understands. I was forced so, into the decision. <laughs> Austin, ghost of, goat of goats, who is it to you? Right here. Who did you put? I put Brady. You put Brady. I put Brady. Brody, who I did put you Brady. put? I would have to say MJ. MJ? Worth you can choose differently, or I will say MJ was a close second. Man, it's tough because I look at a lot of other sports too, and there's a lot of other greatness in sports. But I mean, the the like, who's your goat of goats? The coat of goats? I don't know. That that's tough because like I have a real tough time and putting in the accolades and the winning factor in there. So I don't know. If you you don't know, you gotta pick one right here, right now. Oh, you're forcing See, he's me. Putting, forcing yeah, you. just like he forced me. I forced him. Fine. So I'm, I'm not gonna be. You a know hypocrite. what? I'll help out, Mr. Stack. I'll pick Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Ooh. Why? Why? Do you, do, what are What are his accolades? Do you even know? He was the greatest generational athlete during the later years of time. You yeah. know what? I'm gonna put a pause hockey. on Brendan okay. real quick. He changed hockey. Brendan or Brandon I Brody make... and I are gonna put you on the hot seat. There okay. you go. Who's your go to yeah. goats, Mister? Put all of us on the hot seat for us to make gets, decisions. That's where it gets fun, Mister Pittsburgh. No. It's not any Pittsburgh Steeler, I can promise you that. Thank goodness. Even though we've got what, the you're greatest telling me Big Ben isn't the GOAT? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. You forgot oh, Duck Hodges is the obvious choice. Oh, you're hurting me. You're hurting <laughs> me with those names. <laughs> James Conner, question mark? Dwayne's. Dirty Dwayne. Uh, man. Not See, right here, right now. I... You guys talk about championships and <laughs> right here, right now. Bring, there it is. There's there a Serena is. up a great point. I think he's uh, alluding to what the boss said here because uh, I think I got that one from her. Well, see, the thing is about Serena is I was, for the purpose of what we're doing right now, I was deciding between MJ and Serena. Yeah. First, because Serena plays an individual sport. She has no other players to rely on, Absolutely. and she still <laughs> has the most Grand Slam titles of any player, and it's not even close. Absolutely. So, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just tough to decide because, like I said, again, there again, it's like, what, what, are you, what argument are we trying to make here? What are you basing it yeah, off I, of? We could all make a, an argument on every single leader in a sport is and, the like we could say Pele is the greatest player of all man. time for soccer mm-hmm. and Gretzky for hockey and you're not Serena wrong for at tennis. that point yes. but it's just who do we personally believe is better than the others yeah. Yeah. And if, for our generation of what we've watched I personally believe that none of them are better than the others because if you throw MJ onto a baseball field he's not going to play better than well, Babe Ruth if you throw <laughs> Serena onto a basketball court she's not going to play better than Candace any Marker. other yeah exactly yeah that's the, throw, the athlete factor if you throw LeBron onto a football field he's not going to play better than tom brady drew Brees, or Peyton manning it's just i don't i don't know that's not really the comparison we're trying to make if i guess you wanted but to say the greatest athlete of all time like as an athlete actually wait a minute you're gonna stop me actually i'm gonna say Whoa. here because i remember austin interviewed one last player that we didn't have much time to include in 
Yes. Oh, did I miss one? No, I talked to no. I talked to Sammy Herman on the volleyball team, and she kept saying Jim Thorpe. See, now that's the, the one that, you could, that nobody would probably even. And know, I was mind blown. Legitimate argument. argument. Yeah, I was yeah. mind blown on that if one, and I didn't have the time to add it, and then that yeah. kind of sucked. Not gonna lie. Greatest athlete of all time. I think Usain Bolt even has to come into the question there for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm surprised I didn't bring him up because I'm the one that runs here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Mr. Runner doesn't bring up a runner. Well, then you could bring up Ilya Kachovi because he just broke a, a record that was literally impossible to break with a two-hour marathon. So yeah, mm-hmm. so it's just you, you. You talk about it, and there's every single athlete that could possibly come to mind. There's arguments for every single person, and it's. I mean, at the end of the day, you start talking about basketball. Michael, Michael, and LeBron's always in the conversation, but then people bring up Kobe. LeBron's not better than Kobe, and he, all this other is. stuff. Yeah, and, he is. But well, I'm not arguing that. I'm just yeah. saying that's what. But again, say. you have to look at it's the same thing between like Brady and Breeze or Manning or Rogers. It's yeah. like, are you looking at someone who won a lot or somebody who has the individual stats, or are you looking at their actual on-field performance? Saying, I watched this player play, and there is no one else in the league that could do what they just did. Like kind of like a Pat Mahomes thing. Absolutely. Those two throws from the Super Bowl. There is not a single other quarterback in the league besides maybe Rogers in his prime yeah. that could make those throws. Yeah. The only, so like, the what, only what quarterback we, that can do a no-look throw like he did, I mean, we all know Stafford has done it multiple times, but diving 500 feet in the air and still getting a bomb out. Yeah. I uh, think it's just there's so many different criteria and so many people judge differently across the same sport even. Well, we also take just, into consideration the argument of, okay, we're all fans of sports. We all have obviously seen them play mm-hmm. and – we all have our own bias. Like, I'm not saying you're biased towards the Saints because you're a Saints fan, but, I mean, you but say you Drew are, Brees. But you are. And you're yeah. biased towards Pittsburgh. Yeah. You didn't say any Pittsburgh fans, but then I'm a Tom Brady fan, so there, there's all that I, speculation. I, I tend to go with the argument that if you're talking about the greatest player of all time, an individual player, you have to look at stats to back it up. Because uh, if, let's say, Tom Brady wins a ring. There are also 52 other players who win a ring, ring. and it's a team that won the ring. A team does not throw for 5,500 yards in a season. That's that's always what my argument is. But again, it's like that's not the that's not necessarily the right way to look at the goat argument. That's just one way of looking at it. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, why I think that the argument for the greatest player of all time is an argument that's it's a flawed, ridiculous yeah. flawed argument yeah. it should not flawed. be made we should appreciate greatness for what greatness is and I is, tried sure. to end the article that way but I was told not to <laughs> but you wanted to write an article titled who is the greatest player yeah. of the greatest in my players. defense I didn't have that title either what? Yeah. okay but that was the premise the goat of goats. but that was the premise you of your did. article no, you did I had there was no argument and my headline and it was changed you said there is no argument that's not still confusing but you're writing an article but that right. deals with who the greatest player yeah. of the okay. greatest players you, is and then you say there okay. is no argument or i'm gonna that call an like audible a, okay. and let brandon speak because he's been trying oh, yeah. for like the last five minutes no, no no no. i think in that sense i think both of you have it's not just on one person i mean you had the idea of writing the article of goat of goats which would bring it up anyway and of course brendan changed the title and that's and made him pick so yeah, there's, See, a split there's the clarification. No, I was there's just about to say when transparency. you when you have the <laughs> transparency. <laughs> um, I was just saying when you have the title, who's the greatest athlete of all time? When you refer to the word athlete, that brings up so much no, co- controversy because you obviously have the greatest winners of all time. You bring up Brady, you bring up guys like. Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, the ones that have won the most in their craft. Like, obviously, they've won the most, so they have to be the best, right? You can't win without the best. 
And then you also have the other aspect of who the greatest individual athlete is of all time, where you have the accolades brought in. Like you could bring an argument up for Drew Brees in um, Brody's case, and other guys like like you could probably bring up guys like Jim Brown or other other guys that might not have won as much, but have been one of the greatest players on the field in people's minds. And then there's the whole third aspect of when you say greatest athlete of all time, when you first think of the word athlete, here, I'll even Google it right now. The, the def- first per- When you said athlete, the first person I thought of was Usain Bolt. Well, yeah. 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 yeah the def- I, I don't know why. That's just the first thing that came I to mind. I think my it head. all just comes back to what Brody said. It's The argument's flawed. Yeah. There's, there's so many different aspects that you can go off of. There's not one definition, defined area that you're supposed to go off of for the greatest athlete of all time. And... Every single one of us, if we were to rewrite this article, would all Probably be different. Up, Every yeah. single person would be different. I guarantee my four is different than Brody's four, which is different than Brandon's four, which mm-hmm. is different than Brendan's four. Yeah. And Cora would even get involved, and it would be different, and her four would be vastly different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you bring up the word athlete. It says, a person who is proficient in sports, meaning plural, which then brings in the mind of who would be like you were talking about earlier, Brody, if you were to put somebody on a different field, would they be as well, successful? Now you got Bo if you're Jackson, talking about Deion Sanders, Sanders. Bo yeah, Jackson, I mean. Jim Thorpe, Deion Sanders. Now you have a whole other argument about yep. that aspect of we it. Could. Now you even throw in LeBron James and be like, oh, well, he could have played in the NFL because he got a contract. Didn't Barry Bonds play Barry Bonds, in the NFL? Yeah. I know, I mean, I know yeah, I was he had the whole thing, but yeah. I think but he I mean, played two yeah, sports. You bring in, <laughs> there's, there's so many different views to the question. That's why it's Wilson plays Texas Rangers and quarterback. So, yeah, he, I mean, he got cut from the Yankees team. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know. Team. That <laughs> just was more just that. for the meme. Then. Here's uh, the Jim Thorpe argument. So Jim Thorpe, what positions he played? Uh, football, he was running back. Yep. First team all mm-hmm. pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball, played baseball for uh, pro the baseball. Giants. Pro baseball. Yeah. MLB, played for the Giants. Yeah. Let's see. Home run hitter. Yeah. Uh, 91 runs scored, 19-19. And you forget it. Does it have the... The running aspect, which is probably the most notable. Yeah. So I here here's this is exactly what Sammy. This is exactly what Sammy Herman quote, and I quote. Yeah. I personally would say that Jim Thorpe is the best athlete of all time because he was not only a three-sport athlete in the early 1900s, but also won two gold medals in the Olympics in the path. Decathlon, Pen- pentathlon, and decathlon, Pen- pentathlon and decathlon, which is a sport in track that uses many different events. Every, not to yeah. mention jumping, in the throwing, and running. And mm-hmm. then it goes on to say, not to mention he was in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1963, and just yep. shows how much of an all-around great athlete he was to all be successful mm-hmm. in these sports. That's a great. So quote. I think I think, that and that's why I hate that to, I didn't get to put that in yeah. there because mm-hmm. it came in so late. I think that I think that a perfect way to Again, if you had more time, a perfect way to end your article would be that these athletes are all the individual goats of their sport. And then we bring Jim in Thorpe Jim has Thorpe. to be And the I greatest. really wanted to do that, right. but, but like I said, time, I yes, didn't have the time. It's okay. I mean, so it's, there's nothing you could do there. It's just mm-hmm. the way that we it is. We all have had that issue. Yeah. yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, the more that we've talked about this, the more I would have to dig into almost it. Almost think just... that maybe maybe it is Serena because you can't say that, oh, well, the individual stats are more than the team stats because she Has plays individual, individual sport. Mm-hmm. She couldn't be carried by a good team. And sure. she has all of the titles to prove it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then again, you know, you're comparing an individual sport to a team sport. So yeah. it's like that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The argument's going to go on forever because yep. there's no concrete answer. Mm-hmm. Correct. So I have a question for everybody in this room. 
Well, one, Brody, do you got to get going? It's 11.45. I can go for like five more minutes. Five more. All, all right, right, five that, more. That's, that's a great question. last question. Okay. So everybody knows we all follow sports. Yes. This is going to be a 180 from what we were talking about. Oh, go no. to goats. Everybody knows Kobe died. Oh, yeah. no. Did you guys see what I posted in our group uh, the chat? The Meek Mill? The Meek Mill thing. No. What are your conversations on You haven't seen that yet, Brody? I will pull it up right now. So, basically, I'll give you a quick wait, rundown. Wait, the Discord group chat? Yeah. Correct. Okay. I'll give you a quick rundown. Meek Mill produced a new song. I don't remember what the title was, but it said something about Kobe in the... Oh, oh, I heard about and, this. Okay. And I one know of the going. lines, he said, I'm going to go out like a chopper, just like Kobe. And Vanessa Bryant Ugh. went after Meek Mill. Mm. Not to mention Meek Mill, how how founded he is in the, the NBA already with a fan base, everything else, and he's famous. And the NFL. And the, the NFL. Eagles. How do you have the audacity to do this? Like, there was just so much against it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wish I was in the mindset of him and, like, where he thought this was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That's no, you can't. I don't like. Uh, it's been what? Well, I think the anniversary was like last week. Yeah, and he basically he pushed this out. out a year on the one year mark and like thought it was acceptable. Uh-huh. Like how? Like I don't even understand the justification. Yeah, yeah. I could not explain that to yeah. you. you. Nope. Uh, there has to. I would imagine there has to be something in his mind where he's he's trying to do some sort of. I don't want to say like a tribute type of thing, but. The way that that's worded and the context behind what happened, that that was not an appropriate lyric choice. I don't know why that he he would have thought. I I don't know how there was probably. I mean, he's probably got to get that reviewed how many times before he puts it out, right? How nobody caught that. Oh, this this is I don't know because there there must be a connection to with his his um, reviewers and himself because. The, the fact is it went through all of them and they they all understood exactly where meek was going with it but we have zero clue exactly the inside context to what it is we're seeing it on the surface like oh my goodness it's pretty much a reference to kobe dying when that's that's not okay right and the fact that his like vanessa i mean sh- her quote back to him was just honestly classic. I, I just, mean, it's got to be so horrible for the Bryant family. I absolutely. mean, not only do you lose your loved one, your husband or your father, but the and your daughter, yeah, or your sister, but and you have the whole thing with the NBA just shoving it in your. You know, they're trying to memorialize him. I get it, but they wanted everything to be on the DL, and the NBA is just in their face reminding them about it every single night. Mm-hmm. Well, which now, for, from a fan perspective and from a sport perspective is really cool that an yeah. entire league is honoring someone like that. But well, for a family, it's just got oh man, it's just got to suck. Like there's well, a, there's a bring, time where it's too much. There's yeah, a time where it's too much. Well, exactly. now we bring up that speculation that the NBA is trying to push it and get at everything. There's a huge push from players itself to a change the logo yes. of Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie well, Kyrie's quote was that last night, was or was say, he defending a quote from earlier? As they said, that yeah, one of the two. Pretty much that it needs to happen or he's whatever. Pushing it hard, mm-hmm. like he is the front runner of one of the NBA players that's pushing Which, it. Which again, you know, as as fans and as people involved in the community, that's not that's that's pretty cool that the NBA could that one single player could have that profound of an impact. But again, for the Bryant family, it's just got to be. And I don't know. Obviously, I haven't talked to the Bryant family. It's yeah. it's impossible it's to know from my perspective. But if I were in that position, God, I, the last thing I'd want is just people every single day just shoving it in my face again. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
correct. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, the the quote that I think uh, Kyrie used is that um, with Kobe Bryant, the logo, it, it needs to happen. I don't care what anybody says because, quote, that's unquote, right. Black Kings built that's the league. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what That's where he's coming from. Not to mention Vanessa Bryant immediately said, love this. Yeah. Immediately I mean, went to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, I, I get that she wants to agree. keep it on the DL yeah. and everything that's hard for her in the time. I mean, it'd be hard for anyone in their whole retrospect to lose a loved one like that. I mean, Kobe wasn't just a basketball player. Kobe was such a father figure. He was figure. an icon. He, yeah. was, he was a straight icon. So. Correct. So. I think we ended this podcast on a little sad note. Yeah. And, uh, but it's 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 something know, it's, worth talking about. Yeah, it's exactly. things happening in the world of sport. I mean, that's, that's what we're here to talk that's about. the joys of our positions. So. That somebody can have such a profound impact on the game of sport that, that it affects everyone's lives. A year later. A year Regar- later. Regardless. For years to come. Yeah. yeah. Regardless if they're into sports or not. Exactly. Because if you Correct. talk about the NBA and you don't mention Kobe, then you yeah. did, you're not an NBA fan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Correct. So. Yeah. All right. So that concludes another week <laughs> of Torch Sports Talk. Look forward to seeing you boys back next week. Yeah. Sounds Let's good. Kick some butt. <laughs> What a way to end it. Have a good weekend.